Last time on Geek Boards, we talked about the lovely reunion of some terrible trash people on Too Hot to Handle, talked about an amazing edition of Assassin's Creed, and brought up reboots of video games and TV shows, Baruto or no. Now, see what's happening on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the usual gang of gang, 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 Eming, Marlon, and Raymond. Squad. Welcome back. Squad. Squad. We need to have like a yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, like a Power Ranger thing. Because we're set up like we're set up like one in this video thing that we're in. Yeah, <laughs> 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 exactly. Uh, future, future Halloween outfit. Oh my gosh, no, that could just be a random day of like, we're Pyrangers, <laughs> and we're going to be talking to the character, and, and those characters, like, what would they like say? Extra, like, hand motions? While presenting the news. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's something we should definitely think about in the future. Yes. We gotta do this. As long podcast. as I'm the green Pyranger. As yeah. a group. Yeah, that's, that, I was I was waiting for the point where we got into the battle of who's who. <laughs> I'm the <laughs> green one. Black I'm Ranger. I'm the Black one. Ranger. I'll the be that guy. green slash cool. white one. I'd be that one because Tommy's everything. Okay. Right. And I can always white one. Black he, Ranger. He, he, wore, okay. he was Only three, three cold and white. He was three colors. You mean? I don't know. I like Trini. I think she's Aww. cool. And you're wearing yellow, so maybe, that's maybe because she died and I was sad. <laughs> so, no, super sad. I was, I was like, "What do you mean she's dead? What if she died near us? What? 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 Yeah. Oh god. It's true. It's true. She got so young too, and it was just shocking. But uh, I know we had a whole weekend full of discussions of all the mini shows that came on on all the streaming service services. Um, I would like to start off with Solar Opposites because I did recommend that for next week from last week, and um. Again, I I still stand by how I would describe it to someone who's never seen it before. It's a combination of The Rock from the Sun meets Odd Couple meets Rick and Morty, if that makes sense. Is that is that an accurate description of that show? Did it's you... trying really hard to be it, like Rick and Morty is like sixty yeah. percent of that, but like yes, yeah. I, I'd give it, I'd give you the rest of it. Really? I mean, yeah, there's a like it's a ton of Rick and Morty, but there were so many references that was giving me I feel like I saw this in the odd couple episode or this was it's definitely true. a third rock from the sun episode. Cause yeah. like it's it's down to the point where wait, what episode are you on, Raymond? I've I got through episode four. Uh the the red gobbler and him <laughs> trying to him trying to get away from the red the red goobler. Okay. Maybe I used the wrong word. So- so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything. But there was okay. one episode where I was like, oh my gosh, this is just kind of like the rough and the sun with <laughs> one of the characters. And so it, it, it's really interesting because you know how Rick and Morty, again, I think we kind of even talked about that, how you know it seems really dumb and stupid, but it always leaves you with a deeper message. Like you're walking away with a deeper message. Now, with this show, not too many deeper messages, except when it comes to the storyline of the people in the wall, oh my gosh, oh, yeah. I yeah. love that yeah. storyline. Okay. That's so, fair. There's gonna be an episode where they do like like it shows everything. That's like my favorite. Well, I don't know. That's my favorite episode or the episode where with the kids and y'all. Yeah, it, the- it gives me Walking Dead vibes. It's, it's so crazy, but at the same time, it's like it's so brilliant because it shows how humans, you know, kind of like in our situation today, how humans act in, in in a way where you have to kind of go back to the essentials of surviving and how even though before you might have been a CEO or a teacher or a janitor, how your role changes because you're given, you're put in a situation where you need to survive. So, you know, the little people that he's been shrinking, um, they're living in a little wall and they're just doing the most it's and it's so creative because they're so little so they're using things that are little like you know like little (laughs) things and they're using them as weapons and transportation and like even the food and medicine like it's so thought out and i really i love that storyline so much but um as far as characters go i really love terry because he's he's like he's like jerry but just more lovable in a way um, that is stupid. 
He's really yeah, stupid, he's but he's so he's positive. He's not as stupid, but he's so fun. And Jerry's a beekeeper. Now let's be real. <sighs> Jerry is a beekeeper, and a student, one of Summer's friends, wants to get with him. I, I already okay. see a, I foresee a problem with that. Oh, that was an episode one of the new season. That was a clip on Cartoon Network or Adult Swim. We don't have that My streaming bad. service. How dare you? Avoid trailers. It's on Facebook. People that avoid trailers. I feel people like we have this talk before of uh, people who watch trailers before the show. Like you and Marlon a big ass debate. No, like this was after the episode ago. came out. This no. like I saw it over I'm the weekend. Saying. I've already had this debate. No, no. Oh, and don't talk to me. Would you call someone a spoiler? It's always as bad as like someone a racist. I get like all this stuff I've been That's like some of my best friends are spoilers, all right? Well, anything. It's really funny to me I'm dating a spoiler after this. I just like messing with people. Don't worry. Don't I'm part me. spoiler, so I can say it. <laughs> One eighth spoiler. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So sorry, y'all, but I feel like I've been spoiling part of the show anyway. Well, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Do, do, okay. do, do, do it. Be you. Be you. Now I'm paranoid, Raymond. I'm paranoid. But uh, it's just Jerry. It's fine. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, so those are my thoughts. I highly recommend the show, especially during this time of being home and just, you know, if you're feeling down or you just need something different to watch. And there's only eight episodes and they're only like 22 minutes long. So it's like the perfect, it's the, and and another reason I love the show, it it feels like that void of just, when it ends, you're like, ah, that was a nice season. It's the perfect length and a perfect, like, material and content you know and yeah and compared to watching that with the new rick and morty uh season out right now um i'm not gonna spoil this one but last night's episode which is episode seven it says episode seven you mean it might have been eight i want to say i saw it i was waiting i've been waiting on it because i i I saw the first episode but i didn't want to watch the rest of it so so I think because there was so, five and then they stopped and we've had at least three I think. So episode eight. So the episode's called the Vat of Acid episode. This episode was probably the best damn episode in this whole entire season. Might be the best episode in years. Like it starts off better like than a typical- pickle Rick. Yeah, it's definitely better than Pickle Rick. It's it's a hundred times better than I think Pickle the, Rick. So far, I think the best episode of the show is season three, episode one, where ha- him breaking out of season the three, it's the oh, Szechuan sauce oh. episode with uh, yeah. Nathan, that episode uh, was Nathan, uh, what's his face? Um, can't hear you, Nathan, um, Nathan Fillion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that episode, yeah. but like for this season, this is definitely the best episode. It oh. started off like a regular Rick and Morty episode, but then it just I, I can't even describe what happened. It just you got inception. It feels like you got inceptioned. The, like um... I was like, where am I going? I'm, I'm sober <laughs> and I'm like, what the <laughs> like, deep. It was definitely deeper than the last two because I was like, meh. Like I was like, excited for them to come back, but I'm like, this isn't what I thought it was. I thought you were gonna come out with a bang. But they didn't. I was like, right. okay, waiting, 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 waiting. I know. Well, I mean, they take their. I feel like they take their time. But but I'm fine like, with that. I'd rather it be like good. I feel like I feel like maybe it's Cartoon Network. Like they just this season <laughs> felt like it came out so much faster. Like either they got in the swing of things or they kind of pushed them to get it out faster and that's why they broke it up in half that's why like solar opposites has that eight episodes and so it's nice concise they can just tell a quick story and then they can take a little bit of time and it like just like they can take the same amount of time in between seasons as rick and morty has been kind of doing and have it like be easy to make them good all good um but even solar opposites not every episode it's like a banger but um, right. It sounds like it gets better. I really like the kids. Um, I love the kids, especially the little girl and Pupa. Pupa's adorable. They Pupa told us adorable. to come every day. <laughs> oh my gosh! That now that is like my favorite episode with the kids. Raymond will get there, but that's my favorite episode with the kids because that was a lot, <laughs> and it really showed off how like their relationship. The next one or two I have. Are that's they good. watching us? 
But like the last that? episode is really good too, Raymond. I really appreciate just the last episode. It was a nice finale episode. But it's and- definitely trying to be Rick and Morty. Like yeah. and it, and I, and they at least aren't trying to hide away from it. Like it isn't like they're like trying to be like we're we're not trying to be Rick and Morty, but we're you know we're trying to be Rick and Morty. Right, like, it's in your face. You can like see it. They're def they're definitely can be like a crossover. That's how close they are, and like yes. or how similar they are. Like yes. a crossover can definitely happen, and that would you know maybe that's why they did it like that. Maybe that would actually be super cool if Rick and Morty ended up getting shrunk by them, and they end up in the shrunk. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, that would be amazing. <laughs> or. If Rick was the reason why an asteroid hit their planet, or something crazy, yeah, yeah, something crazy oh like that. God. Yeah, they find out. They find Rick's out Rick destroyed their planet. Yeah. That's yes. Oh, I, isn't it a little distracting to you that the 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 alien who's really smart, his name is, is like sounds exactly like Rick? Like, yes. does that bother you at all? I was like, it was so distracting. I was that's like, why, you're, Rick, like... you're not Rick, but you're smart, but you're not Rick. You're an alien, like. Can you change your voice just a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> I can believe this a little bit more. Just a little bit would, would have done so much for me in terms of like embracing this this new world a little bit better because I was just like, it's it really sounds like Rick. Example. Like too much. Robert Johnny Jr. was Tony Stark. He was Tony Stark right. for a really long time. But when you. he did Sherlock Holmes, he at least tried to put on a British accent. So it wasn't exactly Tony Stark. Like he, I don't know if it was a good British accent. We, that's debatable. But the <laughs> yeah, but I, he at least I don't tried. know. Like for me, it's like I don't know. I've seen this dude. What's his name? Justin. He's voiced Justin other Robin. things. Yeah, yeah, he's voiced so many things, and he's acted in so many things that I've seen before. That I'm just I'm just used to his voice and like how he does other voices in Rick and Morty. Like sometimes I'll be distracting, but I'm like, oh, he did that voice. So like for for me, yes, he sounds like Rick, but his his he doesn't sound like Rick to me. He sounds like Rick, but he doesn't sound like Rick. The problem you know, he's for me, whole another like- persona is the combination of that voice and the style of the show. Um, H. John Benjamin does it really well, where he doesn't do the voice any differently. Bob's Burgers is the same Mm -hmm. as Coach McGuff, is the same as Archer, is the same as every other character. But the styles of those shows don't look any any very similar at all. And so I can disconnect better. Because these two shows just look the same, too, it's Mm -hmm. just, it is... It it does bug me a little bit. It keeps me this from movie. It keeps the show from being like amazing. I think. I think it would be oh. better. I think it would be way better if that was if they didn't do the Rick and Morty exact look. They yeah. did the exact same show other than that, and I think it probably would have been a little bit better. So then, my question is like, well, how do you guys like? How do you guys feel about Seth MacFarlane when he does? Voices is it very different at the same time? Or is it different very similar? Voices, person though, he does different voices. Yeah. yeah, like he does different voices. Different Peter inflections too. Um, okay. What's the man? Stan Smith, not Stan Smith. Stan Smith, yeah. It's Stan, Stan, right? Uh, Stewie, Stan, Brian, Brian Stewie, yeah. and Peter. Greased yeah, up, does all and everybody else. And they all sound different. Yeah, greased he up, does guy, like, he does. He does mad yeah. voices. Yeah, it's different. Not the same. Okay. Not the same. To, to me, that's I, the same to me in my I head. Like I'm the just show. like, I still hear your voice. But it, that's what, it, but and that's what it meant. Was meant. It was just like at least other people try to like do a little bit different. Like he's not even trying mm-hmm. to do a little bit different of a voice. Um, yeah. Like I mean, if the character was a little bit different too, like not hella smart, similar. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, it's, 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 it's too close. It's yeah. too close. And I was like, this could be better if. You had done blah 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 blah, but I don't know that that was for me was the initial like I can't commit to this show with love the way I love Mick and Morty because right. it's it's like it's like a spinoff almost, but like yeah. the voices just went somewhere else. Not the right, character. right, 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 right. No, I, I get it. I see that. Yeah, it's like I give it an eight instead of a nine, or like yeah. I give it a seven and a half instead of a nine. I give it an eight too. Like, Only because it feels very rushed to me, but I mean the wall thing. You're right. That was really creative. I was like, this is actually kind of cool. And they're like, I don't blame the aliens. I blame the so and sos. I was like, y'all have your but priorities because, all fucked right, up because of the aliens. <laughs> <But> okay. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's if I say like if I wanted to get someone into the show, I would definitely be like, yeah, okay, yeah, the voice kind of may sound distracting for you. 
and the premise is similar to Rick and Morty. Even the content's very similar as far as even the other characters that are just there for the episode kind of reminds you of other characters from Rick and Morty. But the people in the wall thing is totally original as far as like, it's a whole storyline. I didn't know it was going to be a whole storyline until like they, you know, they started putting more, like the more you watch, they start dedicating more time to that side. And then eventually there's a whole episode dedicated to it. And it's the most emotional episode. I was just like, whoa. I, it's, a lot. it's a lot like when Rick and Morty did the uh, Council of Rick's whole the entire episode in the council of rick world right. and you're just like this world is really cool of course i'm gonna sit here in this world and like sure i don't get to see my rick and morty at all but like that's right. fine i'm totally down <laughs> to see how this world right. pans out for 22 I minutes i hope they bring that back though with that with that weird morty psych cyborg morty who's still doing shit i still oh, want yeah. evil morty. ever gonna come back i feel like right. they, they like created this like all these questions that never got answered <laughs> that they're just throwing to the side and then they eventually make of, an episode like, where they're kind of like like the first episode was basically every thought was that was on reddit but like played for two seconds in the whole video and was like haha we, we played you it was just in storyline or whatever and i'm just like this is hilarious they're they're trolling the fans in this episode i thought that was <laughs> funny like even they even brought the little dog back. I was okay, okay, you guys, you're hilarious. But that's that's them. Summer, um, I just where are my balls, Summer? <laughs> that's, no, that's still one of my favorite episodes because <laughs> that's <laughs> I was you removed crying. my testicles. <laughs> where did you put them? <laughs> like ah, ah. <laughs> oh yeah. I messaged a good episode. They, they, yeah. Summer so, has some good. Those, those, she has some good scenes. Because even the one where she's stuck in the ship. Oh man, that's a great one too. Oh my god, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> but uh, see, Rick and Morty. Protect anyway, yeah, we're going back to Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go. yeah they set everything up. They just set everything up. So I know. We'll so have close, a Rick and Morty so episode probably when the finale yeah. of this season when happens, the finale happens and everyone catches up, then we yeah. can be like, let's have I'm a Rick down. and Morty is episode. It, how, wait, how many more episodes are there? I really don't know. Is it 10 total? Because they had five. I don't know. They, they, we just had eight. So we might only have two left. <laughs> no. Um, it looks like uh, you are correct. Two more episodes. No! How did that go back so fast? I have nothing to watch now. In quarantine. In the comedy realm, I don't have any more. Because Bob's Burgers season finale was last night too. Everything's ending. I'm like, animated wise, at least animated wise, no. But hey, that's time for more anime. Woohoo, I guess. But thank you, Rick and Morty and Solar Opposites. Time for Marlon to all the Star Trek shows that we gave him. Which we'll get there. We'll get there. What time is it? Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> Marlon, are you ready for Marlon's Corner or do you want me to do a uh, oh. yeah, no, let's do Marlon's okay. Corner. Oh, well. Marlon's Corner. All right. Marlon's Corner. Come on, John Henry. My corner. Here we go. Um, no. I'm BJ Henry and my dick was legendary. Um, that's... Can we get some context for what you're quoting? Oh, here we go. It's, it's happening. So this quote was taken from one of the quote-unquote exciting moments of the 2020 film John Henry starring Terry Crews and um, I believe it's uh, Ted Ludacris Bridges. Um, this film by all means weighted, unweighted, cumulatively is just a terrible film um, from start to finish for a variety of reasons. If you're a fan of camera work like nice Dutch angles used at the proper times and uh, enjoy the fact that camera work can really set up a, a scene to be dramatic or non-dramatic. This film was basically what would happen if you gave your nephew um, the iMovie video editing software because there are several points in time where they use the same aerial shot of palm trees and they don't ever change it. This transition is used six times in this film, and you have no idea where they are going or how far anything is from one another because they keep showing this transition to be like, oh, they're moving. But you just don't know where they're moving to. 
there's destination. There's no like geotag. They just say we're going to this place. They show a still shot. I'm sorry, a, a moving shot of six palm trees swaying in the wind, and then they're there, as if those cutscenes are like cutscenes from a video game when you fast travel, and they show up the waiting bar of like trees moving. That's John Henry, but it's not as fun because your save point is nowhere because this film is just a mess. At a certain point, I was going to fall asleep, but another issue came up. This film's score is all over the place. There was a scene <laughs> where someone was talking, and it was a very quiet scene, and they blared, I shit you not, Inception horns for no reason <laughs> to emphasize <laughs> the importance of this scene rather than let the scene emphasize itself for you. There's a certain point where John Henry's father, B.J. Henry, whose uh, line I quoted, his dick was legendary, he dies. <laughs> and the woman that John Henry is saving is far more upset about it than he, John Henry, is about seeing his father get shot in the chest in front of him. He shows zero emotion or care that his father died. But this woman, who's known his father for 24 hours, proceeds to sob uncontrollably while he is cool. Matter of fact, not only is he okay with, you know, emotional trauma, he gets shot in the head point blank and continues the film. They don't explain that. He just gets shot in the head. And then he has a flashback of him being a kid and his dad saying, I named you John Henry for a reason. That reason isn't known. It isn't described. He's just said, your name is John Henry. And then he gets up from a head wound and proceeds to get a sledgehammer because that's the only connection to John Henry that this film has. His name and the fact that his weapon of choice is a hammer. He's a video game character. He gets shot in the head and still continues to like fight. It's like he's a, like an over-leveled character in a world where like he's not supposed to be there. Because he's... Maybe he's Hercules. He's hitting people who are shooting semi-automatic weapons at him. And he's beating them with a hammer. <laughs> yes, Raven, your question. I have a question. Proceed. Uh, you describing all of this reminds me a lot of Black Dynamite. Oh and my god! I was curious. <laughs> I'm curious how close, how much of Black Dynamite is this movie? Because it sounds a lot like Black Dynamite. Here's just bad. Like it sounds like a, it oh, sounds no. like a worse Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. I like that film because they were purposely attempting to make a black exploitation film. Included the right. bad dialogue. But that's what I'm saying. Like, does this movie feel like oh, it's no. intentional? <laughs> This movie is fully trying to be uh, racially motivating because it's an ex-Black gang member who has now devoted his life to helping other people and um, saved in this community <laughs> and decided to put down his arms. Because apparently the fact that he's a big guy, they say, oh, you're good at this. You're good at being a Black gang member, John Henry. You're, this is in your blood. And he goes, no, I think I'm done after you kill someone. He goes, you know what? No, thank you. And they go, you know what, John Henry, forget you. And he shoots a guy in the face, and the guy only gets a hole in his chin, and he gets a gold, sorry, he 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 gets the grills version of a metal plate on his cheekbone. He gets bedazzled gold it looks like a rubies. Plant, doesn't it? Basically, black folks be shopping because he gets a gold-plated, pimped-out jaw replacement <laughs> it has rhinestones and sapphires I and mean, rubies on it because black people are like that. Like, this kind of <laughs> that cheekbone served no purpose. He had a throne and like a house, but it was a weird yeah, set. This movie sounds wild. I actually really want, want to watch this movie. Now. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> I had so, I had so many questions. Cat, what's up? <laughs> Okay, so um, I like how Raymond said it was like Black Dynamite. For me, it sounded like a great value Luke Cage because very similar setup. It was like somebody watched the entire series of Luke Cage, got inspired for it, and was like, hmm, mm. what other characters like Luke Cage? John Henry. I know. Let's make it be like Luke Cage. Except in New York, we'll put it in L.A., and in LA for black people, especially if you're in the hood, let's make him a gang. Yeah, let's make him a gang member. Actually, let's do this too. And then, because like even Ludacris has like an infinity gauntlet piece on his face. He's like Dr. Doom, 
mixed with Cottonmouth. Yeah. I think I said this on Twitter. He's like Cottonmouth Do- Dr. Doom. Like, but then he lives in a trap house, which he set up his room <laughs> like a fucking a black light photography lab room a with like a, a throne and like, like and like a little little uh futon that's white. That's the entire room in that whole that's house that they hang out that's in. His lair. It's like the size of a bathroom, and there's like hella people in there. And I'm like, y'all don't go to the kitchen. Like, okay. Because then when you go, when he goes outside that house, like outside that room, it's hello, sunny, California sunny. And it's like such a huge contrast that it, you, I feel like it's my bad. eyes were hurting it's from bad. the sun. It, but like, Marla is so right about the music. I had so much issue. Uh, I mean, I had so many issues technically, but like the music really bothered me because it music really like even if the movie sucks. Music is usually the last thing that kind of makes it easy, like easy to watch. They were like, let's hit shuffle on Spotify when they were filming this because oh. it was like, like, like L.A. rap, L.A. rap, L.A. rap, then western music like that cowboy music out of nowhere then you get the spanish guitar and the woman singing in spanish and then you get like a smash up of all three and then weird silences and then more and then it like like it repeats and it was like but this is supposed to be a serious mm-hmm. scene, and it's like, dun 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 dun. Like, here's my. I was like, are we in a video game? Here's my biggest gripe with the film. Um, as a kid, I loved the story of John Henry. John Henry has songs within Black folklore. He has a history with it, and I feel like when you see something that says John Henry, your first thought is, oh, cool. As a black person, I'm gonna check this out. It says John Henry. I see Terry Crews on it. Maybe this would be good. Um, they reference the name John Henry of, over and over again. Uh, he as a person has no connection to John Henry. Um, and they try their best to like, that's their only attempt at like attaching this man who happens to be named John Henry to the lore of John Henry. They with the hammer. And then at the very end, they play the full gospel song about John Henry and about how he just dies. And finally, after a, a, a headshot, and two shots to his knees and three to his chest. Terry Crews rolls over to what I think is supposed to die, but then there's like a whole like, oh, did he die or not die? Some woman's hand just slides into his hand and he's like, nah, I'm still alive. And then it ends. And it's like, John Henry is an amazing character. Also, his wife is super important. His wife is a part of the whole... His wife is the reason why he doesn't die the first time and then dies afterwards. Like she says, John, you can do this, John. And I know, and literally, he, he gets like a side character. It's this woman who like has a kid now because apparently she's black, so she got to have a kid, no, and no father. And he's like, "Oh, I liked you in high school. Oh, I liked you too. You cute." And then he just goes off, and there's a cut screen of trees flying in the air. And then he gets to like Cottonmouth House, and then he walks across the lawn, <laughs> Friday style. If you've seen Friday, literally, Craig yes. and Debo fight on the lawn. He has his final fight on the lawn in Compton. Yes. <laughs> Tarantino movie a little bit with their with the way they with the way they shot. Yeah, and then at some oh point, Tarantino. They were trying. They were trying to. And then at some point, I think there's one scene that ruined this whole final fight scene. Like this, like black boy tries to like go and like stay John Henry. He like <laughs> like forward, and his like gun goes off, and everyone's like, "Oh, the boy got shot." Oh, this is a serious moment. And the boy gets up and he's fine. His mom goes, "If you don't get your ass in the house," and it's walked <laughs> off. <laughs> And this ex is a scene. And they never address it. This is a moment of comedy after he got shot. (laughs) And it's like, wait, why was this in there? Why was that included? Oh my gosh. There were just chunks of like time where there was dialogue rolling and there was like, it was adding nothing. And I'm like, is this gonna end? But at the (laughs) same time, they did that. The longest time. I feel like I I feel like they did that to kind of like how Marlon said it kind of referenced Friday. It was giving me Friday feels when because my favorite thing in the whole movie are those two dudes in the car towards the end and the the dudes talking about human centipede. Oh my god! And then he's like, he's like, it's on Netflix, and I was like, oh look, we got a shout out to Netflix. Those two are comedians, (laughs) professional comedians, and that's their only scene in this entire movie. That's the best scene in the whole movie. That's the best scene. Literally making jokes about him, so we're like, this is. I like this seat. I like this seat. And I'm like, I don't know why you felt the need <laughs> to include the them because they have no relevance at all to the rest of the film, but thank you for that. 
that was entertaining. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for rewarding me that far into the movie for the scene. And that was my favorite scene. That's how I felt. You waited so long. Here's this cute little scene (laughs) in this not comedy movie. Right. Right, right. I I was asking go. the other reason I was asking about Black Dynamite is because Terry Crews we've all watched interviews with Terry yeah. Crews I think he seems like a really like very positive dude this movie just doesn't sound like something he would do no. um, it seems like he got so, more blackmailed into it I just while you guys were talking about that one I just tried to I literally just tried to find an, a single interview of Terry Crews talking about this movie and I can't find a single one oh like, to <laughs> try to find a ludicrous so, as well he doesn't mention it either yeah I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to look for ludicrous also. There's no but like, like there's no just, press. No, no. They didn't it, try to promote it. Doesn't it doesn't like talk in an article. So they did that no makes money me feel like it. maybe he is, he isn't proud of this movie. So <laughs> oh my god, no. When was the movie like, made? If you like look at like the article that was released about this being a quote unquote smash, I'll get into that later. Um, they've they've commented that there was no press or media about this film. Uh, at like as far as the extent of like oh it's going to be on Netflix and like a, a Netflix role about what's coming next but like there was no commercials no trailers nothing was dropped it just appeared and I can see why not it's literally coming up in infamy but what's crazy is that because of how Netflix works they just do this kind of like crowd counting they're, they're not like checking any ratings I, like a million people could all thumbs down the John Henry film but all Netflix is tracking is, oh a million people watch this film which is why it reached number two in the top 10 things to watch on Netflix. And people are like, why is this in the top two? Because Netflix isn't counting your ratings, they're counting your streams. So this was like a top two movie above all the things that came out that week for like a good amount of time. It's, it's now number nine. It's still in the top 10 still. People are still watching it to see how bad it is. This movie- it shows how much people would just click I'm something to get high on the list. This movie has a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it does. It has a great <laughs> zero, like a hot zero. It has a 23% from audiences, but it's like media critic, everyone who's watched the movie has given it zero, but because of the massive streaming, they're thinking that there might do like a sequel. And also, mm-hmm. and I was gonna say that. hopefully not, but also from what I've heard, the reason they dropped this now is because Dwayne The Rock Johnson is also doing a John Henry movie. <laughs> See, okay, and this is this is where we get this is where we get into the last interesting topic of like we can we can all think about a Robin Hood story that sucked, mm-hmm. like right, like right. Robin Hood's had some good stories. So like, here's John Henry, here's this black icon, here's like this folk tale. Um, yeah, unfortunately, he got a bad movie this time. I guess maybe The Rock will do a better. I want to say there was two Robin Hood movies that came out like the same oh, year. Yeah, it so this yeah. is just the year of this is just the year of John Henry. Like that's that's fine. Like I'm okay with that. It just sucks that they both couldn't be our like at least mediocre, but the year of John Henry works for me. Yeah, apparently <laughs> so this one's called John Henry and the Statesman. So I'm wondering if it's gonna be like a some kind of fast and furious where we get five famous people in this film and maybe we'll get like a Disney reboot where it's like John Henry, Billy the Kid, um, the blue Paul, Paul Bunyan, the blue bull. Maybe mm-hmm. we're like we're gonna get all these historical figures and we're gonna fight. If that happens, I can tell you that probably would be better than this John Henry movie because of nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. American history and all yes, that. American history. He characters. If they do that American, American history what? and just like all these famous actors you get like um uh Jason Statham as Paul Bunyan and like you get some Josh Gad as the Blue Bull. It just I'd watch it. Eighteen hundreds more or less. Yeah. It was a train. We were building yeah. a train. So it was definitely... Okay. All right. You know, Americana. I was trying to picture what time period that is. We'll see, though. I mean, it could be because, like, so far, they, like, there isn't much release about it, other than like people are getting mad that um, that he's playing um, John Henry, Dwayne Rock Johnson, because he's more of the lighter skin side. John Henry's more of a yeah. coffee and chocolate I, hero. That's what I I wasn't going to say it right now, but I, it just went through my head too. I was like, why is that Dwayne Rock Johnson? Yeah, playing? like Terry Crews honestly made sense. He did. He like, looked like it, but. but <laughs> like if all the of all the big powerful black men that would back up the black the John Henry hotel, Terry Crews. But all right, that said, I might just have to watch this movie on principle because. But I also might try in the same sense of I don't I I don't want to ever watch Twelve Years a Slave for two reasons. I don't need to watch another slave movie, um, and I don't want to hate uh, what's his name. Um, uh, uh, what's the guy Michael who played Magneto? 
Yeah, Michael Fassbender. I don't want to hate Michael Fassbender. Yo. I actually really like Michael Fassbender. I know I'm going to watch that movie and hate him. If you watch that film. Oh, I'm sure he did. It, it took me a minute to even want to see a film with Michael because of that movie. I was like, oh, I can't. Oh, yeah. So I <laughs> I've literally avoided it for that reason. And so I, I, maybe I should avoid Terry Crews for the same reason. Because I'm just like, I, I don't want to see him in a bad light. I, I like Terry Crews too much. Yo, he know. looks tired. Like the entire film, he looks tired. If he, if he, wants, us to, if he wants us to forget about this, uh, for, for him bringing uh, me Terry Jeffords uh, into my life and all of his other wonderfuness, I, I might, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want a statement from Terry Crews or Ludacris about this movie. I want to read something. <laughs> I, mean, I literally I looked it up. There's about. nothing. Make a but, I, like that. but I do know they made this movie two years ago in 2018. Okay. It it was it came out when they say it came out. I don't know where, but they said in yeah, January of this year. But then they dropped it on Netflix. Because probably the review, and right? here we are. That was hilarious. Oh my god. But yeah, that's um, like, John Henry. Uh, don't see it. You don't. You don't need to see it. Time. Don't see it. If you want to watch a John Henry movie? You can watch the Disney uh, shorts about John Henry. That one's way better. Yeah, a better cast, people in it. Is it on? Is it on? Uh, is it um, Rain's the voice of one, or am I just imagining? Is it on there? I, Disney I Plus. So. Why do I feel yeah. like Bing Rain's and John and John Henry is a thing though? I think isn't wasn't. Wasn't he John Henry in something like cartoon or in, think, in the clip or in the movie about maybe something? Like the American I've seen tall, tale. Tale. tall tale, tall tale, That's it. That's it. Yeah, he was a really good. He was really. He was a really good John Henry too. That was a good one. That was the it best one. That was the only one I had in my head. Right. Also, because I feel like John Henry, like off top, like it's a story about race, and I feel like this movie with Terry Crews, it would literally just brown people versus brown people, and it's like this isn't. And any street performs oh, supposed to be what John is supposed to be about, like inner streets, like there's like a whole like brothel. They're selling people. And it's like I get it. You want to have this like interesting urban warfare written by a white guy, but I mean, it's just like, did we need it for the, for the tale right. of John Henry? Do we need to have a story be like That's I'm not... fighting its white like brown people in my community because they're dangerous? I'm also wrong. It's not John Henry. Uh, he's not John. He's not uh, what's his name. Ving Rames. It's uh, Roger Aaron Brown. Oh, he's good too. Check him out. He's really good. Um, he played in Days of Our Lives for a really long time. Uh, Roger. District... Oh, wow. I just typed Roger. It's the first thing that pops up. Is he the only Roger in Hollywood? Oh, I've seen him before. Yeah. I don't recognize him very well. Yeah, but... the overalls. I've seen his face before. He's rocking the overalls and getting those things in the ground. Since you were talking about the the Disney thing, when I just saw uh, John and Henry in that, I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess that's it." But then I was like, "Wait, hold on, that picture that doesn't look like uh, Ving Rhames." Like, right. <laughs> where we are like, it was a, a combination of like we thought we all thought at the same time, but it never oh, happened. Right. It's one of those. Yeah, Sinbad. Was it? It's a Sinbad GD movie. Shazam no one, with Shazam. Sinbad or Shazam with this, but it doesn't. I want to say that's all the proof I need to prove that we're Earth 2. Like, <laughs> Earth 1 you know what, Raymond? Earth 1. I believe <laughs> that. Oh, man. I believe that. Yeah, that's my first topic, and my transition topic is um, if you are like us, you, we enjoy things that are in space that involve stars and or wars and or treks. Um, there's a film that came out a long time ago. Oh, God. Am I is it 99 it came out? Oh, it was it was in the nineties. So Galaxy Quest dropped, and it was like it literally was an homage to Trekkies, an homage to people who just really enjoy nineteen ninety nine to the nine nines and the two thousands. Um, but yeah, so Galaxy Quest was an homage to the to Trekkies and folks who are just really interested in all things nerdy and geeky. Um, in that film, we have pseudo characters that are like Captain Kirk, um, aka William Shatner, uh, Leonard Nimoy, and it's just about these this cast and crew who play Star Trek S roles and what the, what happens if an alien race comes down and seriously believes that those TV shows are just like recorded audio logs of our history and take them into space to get assistance from these amazing cast and crew who they think are actual real galactic heroes. Um, but it's a great film, but there's a really cool documentary that came out called 
Never Surrender, and it kind of fully uh, discusses with actresses um, like Sigourney Weaver, uh, with the actors of the film, as well as people um, like Data from Star Trek um, and other folks just asking about how this film impacted or affected their roles on Star Trek and why they enjoyed why they liked it. And it's kind of hearing back from them how Star Trek was giving back to the film Galaxy Quest and giving them feedback and the whole homage of all films that come out and Shout the guys who quest is a great film. If you haven't seen it, check it out. And check out a cool documentary uh, called Never Surrender. And this transitions us into an amazing topic of Star Trek. How to watch it. Tell me, gang. Teach me. Space. The final frontier. Final frontier. These are the voyages of the USS. Our strange new movies. It has its own theme. A nice effort. But because um, I actually was going to, like, we were, we were encouraging you to watch Star Trek, Marlon. But um, the at the end of the day, we got into this because I feel like you said that you, you it was too much overhead. Like, it was just too many episodes. You're just like, I, like that's just, it's just too much, right? More or less. Oh, like, you, yeah. it wasn't the... There's so many... Sci-fi, you, you love sci-fi. It's sci-fi. So. <laughs> sci-fi you. I knew sci-fi. it. I knew it. I reached out to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I made a list of next generation i need to do d space nine because uh the that's actually why we got into this whole topic in the first place but um you also can't really watch d space nine without watching next generation like it's kind of like it's it's like that's like trying to watch the only the only the prequels and not watch the original trilogy like that's Ooh, like, I, it's, it's not the same I like it. uh so uh so yeah so this I gave you the list. You can watch it. Um, I tried to keep in some episodes that were uh, just high quality because they were just good sci-fi, mm-hmm. um, which is why I start the episode. I started all with a season two episode. Um, Next Generation is more of a show that's like it doesn't really matter. You almost could watch half of it out of order, and like it would still be the same show. Um, you. Do, season one and two is debatable because they're not very good and if you can you can see i didn't put very many season one season two episodes on yeah. on this list um but uh that's uh but still like it's not like in one season you could scramble it up and like it still would probably make sense um just because it's a lot of like one-off episodes to get into an adventure it's self-contained the adventure's over at the end um so the season that season two episode measure of a man uh something happened with data and 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 uh captain picard had to be his lawyer um basically um and for to starfleet um and padre stewart has called it like the first like good episode of next generation he like he's in an interview he was just like that was the first one where i was like yes this this is this was what we were trying to do this this show is this is the show we've been trying to make um so I started with that one because it's just amazing. And then you can watch the pilot and watch all the rest of them if you want to. Also, Raymond, doesn't that one link back to the new series, Picard, a little bit? Yes, a little bit. Yes, 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 it well, does. A certain person links certain. back to that, which is why yes. it's kind of important. Amy, did you have, do you feel like you had any other comments on this next generation list? I know you, like, no, I gave it to I mean, you. There are, it, Go ahead. Like, towards... I want to say the last two seasons, it gets really good. Like there's a lot of bangers and there's not, I, I usually don't want to skip those because they're, they're just like the quality, the production was like so on, like the story was so on and everything just looked really good. Um, but yeah, like in the beginning, they're trying to find their footing and trying to kind of pivot away from the, the original series a little bit. Um, but yeah, as it progresses, it just gets better in quality. So even if you don't like the first couple seasons, by the end, it's like it's just it's hard to say like ew. <laughs> like it's actually it's really it's really good like from beginning to end for those series mm-hmm. later. Yeah. So, wow. so many good characters. Of, so I should watch all of Next Generation and then Deep Space Nine from start to finish. Absolutely. Okay. I like this. I have a homework now, everyone. I'm I've just placed um I just placed the next generation onto my list on Netflix and I will 
Yeah. As well as uh, Space Nine, and I will go through it in this order exactly. And there's some good. You brought. You got some good sci-fi in your future. Like, like, when is... there are good things that I haven't that I haven't seen, they kind of accumulate to this much. I'm like, oh wow! Like during times like these, I'm like, great, I can watch that because right now I've just been watching back episodes of New Girl, and that's been tolerable. Thank you. So was I. I was doing that today. <laughs> but I'm also like, this is this show is just. So yeah, wild. and like, and there's still like, I condense this list. There's still you'll still see some of these next generation episodes because it's just so old, yeah. and you're just like yeah. they're, they're shaking I in see. the room because the <laughs> thing, they, like all the like things are just blowing up for no reason. The bad laser like animation, oh, like, it's you'll you'll laugh at a little bit of it just because it's so old at this point. But uh, a lot of the dialogue and the acting and all that stuff still holds up so so well. Yeah. To this I'm day. glad it's all on Netflix. Like literally, all Star Trek is on Netflix. So I'm like super stoked for that yep marlon after you watch uh tng you should watch first contact have you seen first contact before i think i had that really was that like the go for it sorry it's with the borg it's when the borg go back in time to stop first contact yes yes and it it, it hails back to the original series it's probably one of the better ones it is i want to say Cause it's like it's it's like Picard and like his most conflicted. Cause he's like trying to like defeat his past, but like save the future and the past. It's it's just so many like it's really good and it, it really like um yeah. Okay. That's my vote for you to do once you finish that. I don't know how much Star Trek you like. I'm so curious. Do you know how much can you take? Do you know much of Picard's history with the Borg? Uh, I've only like... seen Star Trek in like bits and pieces. Um, I know who these characters are and I know a lot of them through like social media and also like an episode here of like here's this really fun Christmas episode you should watch them. Cool, I watch it but I have never watched beyond an episode that someone's given to me okay you're in, you're in for some good sci-fi yeah. That's all I got to say. I'm so happy for you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's making me want to go back and rewatch when I have the yeah, time. I do. I I'm probably gonna watch all the episodes the same way and be like, oh, I wish I could give you all a new show to watch. Have you all seen Misfits? I love that show. Oh my gosh! <sighs> See, that's like, such a good show. It's a good show to recommend because I remember I stumbled upon it accidentally and I just fell in a rabbit hole of watching every episode. Like this, this show is hilarious and great. I, I rewatched certain so episodes British. because the way it was filmed, yeah, the way so it was filmed British. was just so, so, cause then it gets towards like the, towards like the last season, it just gets so intense and then you're like, cause then you care about the characters. At first you're like, I don't like any one of these kids. And then you're like, they're kind of bad kids. They kind of, they're kind of, they're, kinda, they're, they're yeah. not bad, you know? Are they, would you call them misfits? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> No, Rain is serious. Are they not happy? Rain, <laughs> with the killer line right there. Super not happy. Um, they're like okay. They're so you know in England, delinquents. they're juvenile delinquents. But as far as an age group, I would say between eighteen and twenty. Well, that's really amazing reviews. Yeah, it's like a surprisingly, it's a sci-fi show. Surprisingly, it's like it gets like super like sci-fi. And like, oh wow, we're really doing this. This is amazing. That's it's cool. kind of like what I hope the new mutants kind of mm, has nice that type of like you know exciting thing like what Misfits had. That's why I always thought new. I was like, is it like that? They but they changed the August, I guess. Yeah, maybe yeah, it's in August. Maybe I was reading something earlier talking about how we won't get it on Disney Plus or uh, Hulu. Like they ha- like that makes sense. We're gonna have to wait for it in theaters because apparently they part of the Fox deal was any movies that were already in development they have to go to hbo max uh they can't put for the next two like all of those movies they for the next two years they have to go to hbo max if they go on any streaming service um so we're just not hbo max yeah no no no. they're just i mean but like disney doesn't want to do that that's they would lose so much money putting it on there so they're they're just waiting on a theatrical release so that they can make more money off of it at the very least yeah. If we ever go back to theaters again. Yep. Well, hey, you guys, did we mention how Hamilton's coming to Ju- uh, Disney Plus in July? I'm excited. So oh, I get to, I get so to annoy oh, everybody no. who I annoyed before. I get the to songs. use a different email address to get my week trial and watch that show. 
I'm I'm just more excited for all the all the brown people that have not been able to exactly. get a ticket to a Hamilton performance. This brown girl and right finally here. Finally, and they get to see the original <laughs> cast sing it too, which is super important. Yeah, which is that was my dream was to see the original. That's Every the only way I really want to see it. Like, it's face. like it blew up. Everyone loved it. It kind of like you know, time went on. It's been a long time. It kind of went down, and now we're about to hit the second crest of this wave of like everyone's oh, gonna yeah. fall in love with Hamilton. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be crazy. Don't be crazy. Don't <laughs> oh, I'm excited for that. Snapshot over here. Uh, oh, no, I gotta say, I really, I really like the the SF guy who did Hamilton. I thought he was really good. Oh, he's I, great. He was. I almost didn't, I almost didn't think about the original. What was wrong? I thought he did a really good. Uh, version on his own that they was all cool. did they all did a great job that was a good performance <laughs> <laughs> i didn't get to see it but it's okay it i knew something was in store for me yep this is for you, right. you get to watch it. you get to give your reaction to it and the way i wanted to watch the it cast, like, well and yes that's the yeah. only thing I only know. No bedroom, yeah. yelling at the TV. No, for for the whole Victoria, month of July, I'm going to be inserting so songs. You. Like, you, can you stop, please? This is the third time. No, <laughs> well, she's going to join me. She's going to yeah. join me, she's and we're going to. She's going to be there dancing. And Peggy. Victoria definitely is Peggy. Victoria, she would do that. She, she would. would. I'm included. Victoria. <laughs> the sky and their sisters. <laughs> she likes to remix her own song. So it's very popular. Oh, yeah. She's, she's going to love it. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Um, well... I do want to uh, inform you guys because I, I, I don't know if we talked about how like conventions that were going to happen over the summer, if they were going to do anything virtually, mm-hmm. like the only the first thing I heard was how Disney Plus was like, well, we're not afraid to like, you know, showcase our news on our own channel or our own streaming service. And I was like, OK, that's fine. But like, what about everyone else? And so um I think we're still waiting for San Diego to like figure something out. But um, I know for me, I was going to go to MomoCon this year in Atlanta, but things went south. Went south. But I got a email saying that yes. next weekend they are doing a whole MomoCon virtually on Twitch. And so um, I don't, I, there's still details being like put out, but all I know is that if you have a Twitch channel, so like if 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 you don't, then it's I think about five dollars to like pay or like to sign up for to watch it, and then you can cancel. But like for me, I have it with Prime, and so I think it's still okay to just watch. And then they have a whole schedule. So like for me, I'm gonna be there for like you know like like the video games from Final Fantasy and the new video games, and then like there's days when they talk about like maybe the manga and the anime which i'm definitely uh looking up for but all this stuff is like it just came out over the weekend and i'm definitely gonna try to sign up and see uh, i see a question for aiming in the back yeah for someone who's not as as uh, knowledgeable of this con can you kind of describe what it is because you, you mentioned different things um the best way to describe MomoCon is it's just a mini version of the san diego comic con it has its different panels as far as like you know you have your comic book you have your anime, your manga, your video games, the Marvel, Disney, any type of pop culture stuff, you know, people cosplay, all of that. They came up with a schedule for this virtual thing. And so um, I think you can look up the schedule, but it, it, it whatever they are able to do, they narrow it down to that. Yes, Marlon. Who or oh my what gosh. is Momo? I do not know, unless they're t- referring to the last Airbender Momo. Okay, thank you. That's my question. <laughs> I, hope I, I hope my answer was satisfying. Cause... So wait, so so is the so was was there any like details? Was is this there's gonna like show certain events with like people being like six feet apart? <laughs> into, well, I don't know. I don't like. And that's, and that's why I'm like, I'm still like figuring out because they were just putting out whatever information so close to the date, I might add. But it looks like what they're going to do is it's kind of like going to a Zoom meeting. You have a time 
you go on the Twitch channel, it's going to be mm-hmm. persons or persons discussing or talking or doing whatever the topic's about. So, like, for me, Friday is Final Fantasy XIV panel. Definitely going to be there because of the new patch of the summer. Yes. So I know they're probably going to have at least two people sitting in front of the camera discussing and probably will have visual aids to enhance the whole discussion. Probably answering some Q&As in the chat. And it'll be like that. That's that's what I'm envisioning on that. Take some good notes, Kat. <laughs> oh, yeah. I need these notes for this next pack. This is heavy. It's some heavy news to be dropped. Mm. But I will keep you guys updated because I don't I didn't see anything like Marvel or anything. But I mean, again, that's also because they're only working with what they have. And I know they probably were like, hey, our show is can or our conventions cancel. It's happening this weekend. Who's available on call? Just just put your webcam on and talk to the people, you know? So that I know they are able to get some, a lot of people who work in video games, they do have a lot of panels on that, but um, I'm, I'm looking in the anime aspect on that too, because I know like with Demon Slayer ending this week, whoever, if they have anyone representing the company, if they're going to come out and be like, because we want to know if there's going to be a spinoff. Like that's the big question there. So Stuff like that, I'll keep you guys posted. And it's free, or is it is it cost something to? So do? if you don't have a Twitch channel, it's probably mm-hmm. like five ninety. It's like five dollars or five ninety nine to sign up to get into Twitch because it's like a a prime. It's like a premium oh, video, okay. but at the same time, I'm not sure because then people who have tickets, do they get mm-hmm. like special? privilege to maybe be on another i don't know that i'm looking into too but i know when i click the link it says it said uh prime membership if you are with prime or and have twitch or if you don't have twitch and you're not or you're a basic level person 5.99 to click on and watch it and i don't know and another thing is i don't know if it's at 5.99 each time you go into the panel or is that cover the whole thing oh wow look into that too a lot of 5.99 thank you momokan for making me be (laughs) A detective in this but just want to get the word out because uh that was going to be the start of my summer but i also am uh i put a google alert on san diego comic con too i was not talking to you phone not right not yet not yet uh google alert on san diego too because if they do like if, if all the conventions in the summer are doing something like this this is this could be awesome because people like us who wanted to go for so long maybe we could get a chance to maybe be a part of you know, seeing the panels that I've, I can only dream of, you know, I've always wanted to be, you know, seeing the new stuff and not fan cams on Twitter. So mm. keep you guys posted on that. Sounds cool. I'm glad they figured they're f- trying to figure out how to do something like this on, uh, like on the internet. Um, it seems like a cool way to, there, yes, it seems like a cool way to like put all this together. Yeah, and they did it so fast. I even see they have like a vendor, they're going to have a vendor marketplace like oh, online, which is like super cool. Hmm. Um, that's cool. So, and they're, they're still trying to do the AMV contest and the the, <laughs> the cosplay things. And like, like it just yeah. looks like they're like trying to figure out how to put all of, they still got video game tournaments. They still got all sorts of stuff. So, but I, okay. I mean, they're, try, they're trying. I like it. <laughs> it's create your twitch channel and then we just judge you on your on your thing from there they're probably going to do something like that where it's going to be multiple twitch channels happening this weekend but i'm yeah. i'm excited to see how that's going to go down but uh yeah i i will be there i i will somehow figure out but i'm definitely like we'll be here or be there i will be online at that time on fr- starting friday and see how many panels i can uh, jump in and out of because it's cool. And yeah, so with that, I Let's think we I think we hit our mark. We hit our mark. I don't know. It says 5 minutes on mine. Uh yeah, we're probably close. Yay, we did it, guys. Yeah, we did another episode. Even though we had some technical difficulties, it's okay. We made it. We made it possible for you guys. So, like and the same in, in honor of Marlin's uh, trip through sci-fi or Star Trek, I pulled the chariot card, which is literally the Enterprise. Oh yeah, Ooh. it's Eming's reading time. Eming's reading yeah, time. That's the chariot card. Oh, oh. 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 because he's going on a journey. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cute. That's very that's cute. A Trek, some might say. Uh, oh it's no! Better than wars uh, right now. The exactly. puns are gonna be nonstop. So nonstop. <laughs> Almost like a hyperdrive. Oh gosh, here we go. It's a warp engine, but warp it's the the Mushing them yeah. together like they're like they're salsa. Okay. No proud to be a bird. Thank you very much. That was a compliment. It's a warp engine. I'm wrong. That was Star Wars. <laughs> I have no regrets. <laughs> okay, so shout out to you guys. Thank you for coming together and discussing the topics we had on hand. Thank you, Raymond. Thank you, Marlon. Thank you, Amy. Um, shout out to our listeners. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, thanks again for listening. You know, tell your family and friends about us. If you have anything you like us to discuss, please let us know in the comments and all the platforms that are available to you. Um, yeah. I'm like, my name is Kat, and that was that. <laughs> no, I'm not going to end it like that. I'm not going to end it like that. Um, right. <laughs> I know. It was so cute and quaint. I like it, but I'm not going to do it like that. I'm just going to say thank you guys. Stay home, be safe, and geek on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.